I shall look to God. Father, we thank you for this beautiful morning. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your presence. We thank you the second Sunday of this month, the Christmas month, the day that we're going to celebrate. But Lord, we know that we as your children can celebrate every day your birth into this world and into our hearts. Lord, I pray that you would cover me behind the cross. You will speak and you will minister, Lord, to all of us and your name will be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, the two most uh, challenges, challenging things I find in the ministry is, uh, one is preaching to young children or little children. And the second one is preparing a Christmas sermon. You know, it's very difficult. You know, if we, uh, you know, for Christmas uh, goodies, there's kalkals, cakes and rose cookies. Okay, anything more? Maybe murkus. Other than that, you know, we Christians don't know anything else. Um, so it's similar, you know, if you look at only, you know, the manger, the wise man, the star, uh, we will have a very limited message. But when we look into the heart of God, you know, we get a very wide message about Christmas. So it's very exciting to look into the heart of God, uh, to see what God has got for us uh, for this Christmas. And the Christmas season is uh, one of the most exciting ones for many people. But for us, we the believers who know the Lord Jesus Christ, I believe that every day is a very precious day for us as we celebrate. And just for our easy memory, this morning I've listed uh, three points. You know, there's nothing divine about the points. But just three points for us to remember quickly uh, from God's word. The first one is Christmas message is to confront our sin, the sin of human. The Christmas message, the first and foremost, the Christmas message came to all of us to confront sin. If you read Matthew 1.21, when Joseph was really thinking what to do about uh, accepting Mary or rejecting Mary as his wife, when he heard that she was with a child, the Bible says, angel visited her and spoke to her and told her, For you shall name his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. The first point she, the angel made to Joseph was that Jesus will save us from, their, from our sins. And when Mary in 146 Luke, she said, Mary in Luke chapter 1 and verse 46, she said, My soul glorifies the Lord. And in 47 she says, And my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. In God my Savior. Our soul should glorify God. And sadly, most of us, many times, we are so caught up with so many things in our mind. I'm sure you all agree. I'm like you and you're like me. Oh, no, our minds are caught up and we, our minds travel. Sitting here, worshipping, our mouths are worshipping. Words are coming but we think something else. Okay, what's going to happen? Maybe after 2 o'clock or after the evening or maybe tomorrow. You know, so many things walk, waver, uh, come to our mind. And we mouth words, we mouth songs, but we, our souls are not united in that. And may I urge you, may I urge all of us together this morning, may the Spirit of God help us as we come to worship God, whether in private or in public like this, in a church, anywhere, we will ask God to help us with the Spirit so that our spirits are able to glorify God. Our spirits are able to connect with God and our soul glorifies our God. 
and uh, our souls make up the inner personality and that is that part is saved and god wants that part to glorify and magnify him and the reason christ came coming back again to the main point is to redeem us from sin john preached about repentance he never spoke about forgiveness <coughs> he spoke about repentance but when christ came he spoke about repentance and forgiveness repentance and forgiveness and when john john later pointed out to jesus and he said look to the lamp of god who takes away the sins of the world look to the hands uh, to the lamp of god that takes away the sins of the world the prophets of old spoke about the repentance that god was urging the people to come uh, get into 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 a life of repentance to look to god at this time i wanted to ask you how many of us really feel you know uh, an abhorrence for sin when we talk about sin let's not only imagine uh, those sins that classified as you know pornography adultery you know fornication or drunkenness drug addiction i'm not talking about those alone you know those are important those are very frightening ones and uh, we i'm talking about even the other things the little ones the little foxes little sins that we still unable to overcome jealousy pride arrogance rudeness you know uh, trying to harm others trying to cheat others malice you know these are all things uh, that is grown with our grown within us you know it has been part of us and god has come as in jesus this christmas season and every christmas season is a reminder and every day it's a reminder that he has come to help us to severe us from those sins the bible tells us in first uh, corinthians chapter 1 verse 17 and 18 Paul said very clearly Christ did not send me to baptize but to preach the gospel and not with eloquent words let the cross of Christ should be made of no effect he said Christ has sent me to preach the gospel gospel messages what the angel told joseph uh, he said that he has come to save us from our sins and when jesus was there he preaching in mark chapter 1 he said repent for the kingdom of god is near you know if there is no true repentance in in those areas of our life we are not going to feel bad you know we are not going to feel guilty we are not going to feel desperate about those little things that we think little but in the eyes of god those that's a very big uh, sin in the eyes of god it's a very big sin and god wants us to come out from all that and many times we have heard you know the gospel watered down reducing it to merely a message of escape from condemnation without repenting from sin you know there is a there's a there's a team that preaches you know there's no condemnation those who are in christ you know very nice to hear that but without a call to repentance and then there is a message of affirmation saying that you are a son of god you are a daughter of god we are the children of god we are eligible for this blessing and that blessing without a call to obedience to god without a call to obedience to god and then there's a message of comfort you know god will wipe away your tears god will do this for you do that for you but denying one's pursuit of their own will denying ourselves those things are not there and our message of forgiveness without realize how much we have hurt god how much we have wounded god's heart if you are not going to realize that let me tell you our lives will be very very pathetic we will be very mediocre we will be very cold in our christian life we will never have a passion for god we will never have a passion for the world that is lost in sin it's very important we seek the face of god and ask god this christmas time lord you came to save us from our sins this is my sin 
this is my evil definitely when god hears my sin and your sin he will not come and announce it in the public he will definitely work on it for you and me i have seen that happening many times in my life and i wanted to speak to you from my experience that god works in details in small details those small sins that we think are not very big in our lives god is willing to touch those areas cleanse us and wash us if you and i are sincere to seek god to give us a touch in that area you know he touched the leper and he said yes i will be the clean and the same god is here to touch my leprous heart filled with lust filled with anger filled with jealousy filled with wickedness he wants to touch my heart and cleanse me he wants to touch each heart and cleanse our hearts he says i will be the clean that's god's heart he's waiting to touch you and me and the bible says in psalm 7 and verse 11 god judge the righteous but god is angry with the wicked every day god is angry with the wicked every day and uh, the bible tells us very clearly those who name the name of christ depart from sin depart from iniquity that's the call that god is uh, giving us angry in hebrew you know is abhor god abhors it he is angry he is uh, you know he is enraged he is indignant he denounces it he says i have nothing to do with that and if you read second chronicles 16:9 second chronicles chapter 16 and verse 9 for the eyes of the lord range throughout the earth to show himself strong on behalf of him whose heart is perfect towards him and the second part it says you have done a foolish thing and from now on you will see war that was a prophet uh, hanani who came to king asa and uh, told him told him something from god a message from god but hanan asa king asa was refusing to accept so the prophet tells him god wants to show on behalf of whose heart is perfect towards him he wants to show his power but you have denied it but you have not accepted it i wanted to tell you god his eyes are watching his eyes are running to and fro throughout the whole earth is running towards uh, you know in this agag here this hall this morning it's running where we live where we work where we walk where we drive and go what we think what we do god is watching where he's watching it's not to frighten you during this christmas time but it's to tell you since god is watching there is hope for you and me you need not have to fear we can tell out lord you're watching my sin this is my weakness this christmas time as i look to you i want you to lift your hands up and want you put out your hand hold my hands and lift me out we will see god's glory and god's goodness and isaiah chapter 1 and verse 18 the quote the scripture i do not know how many times i quoted in my life when i was struggling with my own weakness and shortcoming and this is what the isaiah was saying calling to the people of israel isaiah 1 and verse 18 come now let us reason together god is calling a sinner like me and you come now come now not tomorrow later come now let us reason together though your sins be as scarlet they shall be as white as snow though they be uh, no red like crimson they shall be like wool god says i will transform your life upside down i will transform you upside down and god as isaiah was calling the people of israel come now this is what god is saying let us reason together now come now that's the heart of god and in titus 2 and verse 14 The Bible tells us Paul writing to Titus he is saying God gave himself for us to redeem us from please underline that word in your bible all wickedness nothing i believe God wants to keep us you know in he gave himself to redeem us from 
all wickedness all iniquity all sin and not only that and purify for himself a people that are his very own eager to do good works earlier we were eager to do bad things or you know eagerly involved in unwanted things or maybe even jealousy or pride arrogance backbiting and paul your paul is saying god wants to redeem us the message of christmas he has come to save us from our sins to redeem us purify us not only keep us there so that we will be eager to do good things if you don't have an eagerness to do good things this morning if i don't have definitely we can ask god lord your bible says your scripture says your word says that you are here to redeem us and to purify us and make us your own so that we may do good works help me help me ephesians 2 and verse 10 the bible paul said very clearly god has redeemed us you know so that he has made us to sit together in heavenly places in christ that we may do the good works which god has prepared for us that we should walk in them god has prepared for good work look at those beautiful words the heart of god for you and me the heart of god for you and me is so wonderful and you and i can go and align ourselves and say lord me it's me but you can do it lord my life is this you can do it and ezekiah confesses in uh, 38:17 when you in the isaiah 38 in verse 17 ezekiah king he confesses surely it was for my benefit that i suffered such anguish in your love you kept me from the pit of destruction you have put all my sins behind your back you know why because god does not want to see it he puts it behind our back and micah chapter 7 and verse 9 the bible tells us he has cast all of his sins into the depth of the sea i urge you church you can write down these scriptures or later you can take it down go through it you know you see the transforming power of the scriptures coming sometimes we forget the scripture write it down note it down in a paper in a book in a diary go through the scriptures and ask god battle it out with god you have come to redeem me from sin christmas message is to redeem us from sin and god will do that for us our greatest need somebody wrote i picked it up from the net if our greatest need had been information god would have sent us an educator if our greatest need had been technology god would have sent us a scientist if our greatest need had been money god would have sent us an economist if our greatest need had been pleasure god would have sent us an entertainer but our greatest need was forgiveness redemption so god sent us a savior a savior is born this day in bethlehem hallelujah hallelujah he is born as savior savior to save you and me from sin he has sent the gospel message to confront sin in our life remember that second one the gospel message is to is to cheer our spirits confront our sin next one is to cheer our spirits luke chapter 1 verse 47 i'll read to you from 45 and 46 verse uh, and then go to 47 and mary said 46 and f- 46:47 Mary said my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my savior my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices Mary may be thinking at that time you know when she heard when she heard from the angel the angel told Mary your elderly relative is also with a child now this is 
uh, she is on pregnancy and she will be delivering a baby maybe i was thinking when i was reading the scripture maybe mary was thinking sometimes you know we know that we have some very elderly people and you know we know that you know they may pass off any time and very elderly any time the end will come and even we when we grow very older and older any time the end will come and uh, suddenly you heard somebody who is very sick elderly who may die soon but you get an information that person is pregnant what will happen you, you understand it just a real shock for all of us i feel that's what would have happened to mary how come my elderly i was getting prepared to go for a funeral and now i'm here she's going to go have a birthday okay anyway isn't imagine how she would have felt you uh, know i heard about a, a story a funny story there was a nun who came to a doctor she had hiccups you know you know hiccups she was really struggling very bad she came to the doctor and uh, the doctor uh, she the other patients uh, were sitting outside when they saw the uh, pathetic condition of the nun they told her please go inside she went inside and within few seconds she was coming out you know getting angry slamming the door you know getting angry and saying some words and coming out. so others went inside that uh, clinic and asked doctor what happened she is so angry she came in but when she came out such hiccups but she went out she was fine what happened so the doctor was uh, doctor said no i just gave her a shock treatment because that only will help her to come out of what is the shock treatment so soon you gave no i told her maybe you're pregnant that's why you're having hiccups <laughs> so so she got so angry she went out storming the place shock treatment you know i'm sure this was a shock treatment for them and then two miracle we have heard of miracle babies right now here two miracle mothers elizabeth and mary meeting together when they meet together what these miracles mother do they rejoice they thank god they praise god they worship god their soul rejoices and you know why mary could do that mary could do that as soon as the angel spoke to her she had some questions simple questions and when those simple questions were answered she said be it unto me according to your word here is the handmaid of the lord be it unto me according to your word she submitted to god she surrendered to god and that's why she could rejoice most of the time our rejoicing is far from many many of us is because we have still not learned to surrender still not learned to surrender christmas we can sing good songs we can worship god you know we can hear nice ones you know through youtube and through our uh, you know from our mobile good but we will never have the real rejoicing we can hear about rejoicing you understand we can listen about rejoicing but we can never rejoice if you are not surrendered so it's important surrender let's surrender ourselves to god and say lord i want my soul to rejoice mary surrendered and you were able to really honor her she was able to rejoice and she dwells on three things when she was praising god when she was praising god she was dwelling on three things she was dwelling on his power and she was dwelling on his holiness and third she was dwelling on his mercy from 46 Uh, to 54 luke chapter 2 uh, luke chapter 1 verses 48 to 54 if you read uh, you find that she was able to praise god three things lord i believe in your power i believe in your holiness i believe in your mercy you are a holy god on one side but on the other side he is a merciful god 
that's the heart of god on one side he is a holy god who hates sin who abhors sin the bible says he is angry with the sinner every day but on the other side is a god who is full of mercy he wants and said come now let us reason together may god help you and me this time this time let us surrender ourselves to god fully and say lord i want to see if you seeking god's will it is not at all difficult to know god's will many times people have complicated how to know god's will you write to us we will tell you what is god's will for you no god is interested in speaking to you and me my desire that we the ajg community will grow you know in our spiritual maturity walk with god we will learn to hear from god we will be able to hear from god and god is willing to speak to us from his word you know this was written for you and me everything till the end of the time that's going to happen and everything about you and me are here nowhere else we can go we can go to god go to god's word and god's holy spirit will minister to you and me surrendering to god surrendering to god if you are really battling how to know god's will about certain thing just yield yourself and say lord i want you to lead me i have no reservations i have no ifs and buts and why no i'm giving it to you you lead me i'll tell you a christian any time in his life or her life should be able to say i am at this moment in the center of god's will i don't say because we are center of god's will everything will be fine david knew god's will nothing was fine for him for a long time he has to run 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 for it sometimes challenges will be big but in the midst of all this david was able to rejoice in god the rejoicing comes when we are surrendered to god so no matter what the challenges may be not no no matter what the circumstances circumstances may be but i wanted to tell you we will be able to see god's power and god's presence in our life his power his holiness is mercy worship him praise him surrender to him and tell him lord you are powerful enough to do anything that is possible in your will to do it for me and secondly lord your holiness is so wonderful that you will never do anything unrighteous for me you will always do the best for me when your wisdom and finally lord in your mercy you will never allow me to suffer pain and shame i may suffer challenges difficulties but it'll never put me down it'll never put me down and when hannah prayed and even when mary prayed and she sang that song she said you are raising up the people of the low level to a high level that is the heart of god that is the heart of god god would like to transform everything the world may look at it as useless but god sees hope and meaning in everyone's life everyone's life believe this christmas time and remember that our souls can rejoice in god our spirits can rejoice in god and now you play carols the song this morning we sang hark the herald angels sing and uh, you know it is uh, god you know the words of that song is so powerful words of the song is so powerful you know it it should when you begin to think of that i'm sure tears will come in our eyes we will be moved with emotion and whenever you play this carols and other things it's all with meaning not just uh, you know uh, not just a celebration only but there's meaning for you and me and if you and i can surrender ourselves i'm sure the lord will have his way helping us to rejoice in our spirits the third one the important one i will take some time to dwell here christmas message is to challenge our social responsibility 
first one is to confront sin second one is to cheer our spirits and third one is to challenge our social responsibilities look chapter 1 and verse 53 he has filled the hungry with good things but has sent the rich or empty away away empty the first very thing god did was to send the angel to the poor shepherds and sorry and tell the good news that's one but at the same time we should never think god is against the rich people god is never against the rich people okay he made abraham rich and you know he made um, uh, david rich god is not against rich people but uh, my point is god is against those of us who has put our trust in our riches and think we are very safe think that we are somebody great and we don't care about our social responsibility you know god is against those people not those who are rich but against those who put their trust in jewel on 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 wealth on money and think that that is everything they have achieved everything and uh, just because we have riches does not mean it's a blessing from god you know i we know we all know that even daud ibrahim has got a lot of wealth okay all the gangsters have got a lot of wealth others who have grabbed others land have got a lot of wealth so that is not a sign of blessing the sign of blessing is contentment you know the contentment within our hearts yes what i have has come from god god has given to me and i have to be responsible with that money and what i'm going to do with it god delivered the israelites who were slaves you know who were slaves who were struggling to even eat a proper meal they were put into hard labor the bible tells that hard labor only increased day after day that's one side but on the other side when god delivered them they brought him he he brought them to a land flowing with milk and honey so god is not against riches but those who trust in the riches those who want to flaunt the riches those who like to you know use their money you know to to change situations you know to to subvert a, a judgment god is against all that and when baby jesus was brought to the temple remember very well that mary and joseph could only give two turtle doves as an offering they could not give a lamb they could give only a two turtle they were very poor they were very poor matthew chapter 11 and verse 5 jesus was questioned by john's john the baptist disciples are you the christ are you the messiah so this was the answer that jesus gave he said the blind receive sight the lame walk those who have leprosy are cleansed the deaf hear the dead are raised and the good news is proclaimed to the poor good news is proclaimed to the poor god has never forgotten the poor people and let me urge all of us this morning all of us have a social responsibility i will be making an announcement but definitely this message uh, was not prepared with that in mind and uh, after this message was ready this points were ready that uh, the announcement was a uh, pastor asked me to do this announcement and uh, but i have we have a social responsibility we have a social responsibility and many of us we trust on our on our wealth such a way that we think that is everything we forget real what real life is there was a lady who was uh, traveling in a ship with a lot of uh, jewelry and you know precious stones and money she was having a nice big bag she was holding it on her lap all the time suddenly the ship was beginning to sink it sank 
and the people from the other ships who were nearby came they started to throw lifelines and you know redeem lot of people lot of people were brought in to the ship and they were saved they threw this to the lady and the lady was holding on to something trying to grab the rope and the, she was not able to reach it they're telling her whatever is in your hand leave it and hold it she never left what was in her hand she held on to it in that cold you know it started the chillness she started to go through her legs into a whole body and finally you know she died and she went down and they went to redeem her dead body and the other dead bodies they found that this lady was holding on to a bag very tight very tight they with great difficulty removed the hand from the bag and checked what is in the bag all the money that she was carrying the jewelry the precious stones she was holding on to that and her life was gone she never knew what is the meaning of life life was for her it's inside that wealth that bag but she never realized there was a life that is more than that that you could live and live a happy life the bible says first samuel chapter 2 verse 7 and 8 the lord sends very surprising the lord sends poverty and wealth that's the scripture the lord sends poverty and wealth he humbles and he exalts he raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap he seats them with princes and has them inherit a throne of honor this was our hannah prayed why does god keep some people poor and some people rich isn't it a question i believe that god wants to test the heart of the rich people the people with when i say rich mean i'm not talking about having three cars or you know uh, big houses and uh, good bank balance i'm not talking about that all of us are rich i'm sure we wear good clothes good shoes good sandals you know we we we, we are definitely well off but god tests us why he wants to know what what is our attitude towards it is our is our refuge in that is our trust in that or something beyond and why god keeps some people poor maybe because god wants to test them how much they're going to look to god and look to him for a victory and look to him for his hand to lead them and guide them my wife and me when we newly married we struggled you know we struggled only god knows how it was you know we struggled our house was 18 feet by 10 feet a car garage that's how we our lives when we newly married it started it was a struggle but god taught us a few important principles that helped us down the line and we look back we'll never forget that life we'll never forget that life that life taught us many things to trust god to hold on to god to believe his word and god started to change everything i wanted to ask you my dear brother my dear sister what is your heart towards the poor and needy people of the world jesus when god planned to send jesus he had a plan for the poor people he had a plan for the poor people and uh, ephesians chapter 4 and verse 28 paul writing to the ephesians he taught them very clearly he taught them many things and one part of that was this 428 i read to you and anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer but must work doing something useful with their own hands that they may have something to share with those in need you know whatever god gives to you and me whatever for whatever reason in that god has placed something for someone 
who has nothing or they have they are lacking every paycheck every money we receive every gift we receive in that god has placed something for someone that's what this word says god has given you work you should work that you may have something for yourself so that from there you can give something to someone who has who has a need in tamil there was a saying i do not know if you know tamil i will tell that in english yearing sirpil devanai kaangalam that is in the smiles of the poor we can see god social upliftment of the poor is our church's plan every year we we have that basket club i will be coming to that later but uh, i didn't prepare this message with that announcement in mind i wanted to tell you very honestly before god but it just so happened that it fell in place and uh, god is calling us to preach the gospel on one side on the other side to practice the gospel christianity this christmas time for you and me is preaching the gospel and practicing the gospel not just this christmas time but every part of our life every day of our life luke chapter 4 verse 17 and 18 jesus stood up and read in the synagogue the scroll of prophet isaiah that was handed to him and he found the place where it is written that's beauty he searches it he finds that place and then he reads the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor what does it mean good news to the poor just to preach to say god saves james said no it is not just preaching alone it's something more something more reaching out to those in need leviticus 19 uh, 9 and 10 the old testament leviticus 19 9 and 10 when you reap the harvest of your land look at the heart of god when you reap the harvest of your land do not reap to the very edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest do not go over your vineyard a second time to pick up the grapes that have fallen lead them for the poor and the foreigner i am the lord your god he saying you leave it there don't be stingy don't go and pick it up for or everything for yourself leave it let the people come you know only when the israelites boas did that once ruth could go and gather and later ruth could become the great 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 grandmother of jesus christ you understand what a beautiful way god works let me tell you your care and my care for the poor can raise up a great army of soldiers for god in calcutta i think uh, if i'm right uh, one of the chartered accountant of that uh, great organization ag organization is uh, a chartered account was picked up as a baby from the dust understand you were thrown as an unwanted child christians pick up take care give him education finishes chartered accountancy and now he is a chartered accountant of the same organized same church and many organizations this is what god can do i remember a story how many of you heard of david wilkerson david wilkerson just few of you Read, read some of his books okay cross on the switchblade there's a movie also cross on the switchblade if you're too holy also you can watch it there's nothing wrong okay cross on the switchblade very nice one it'll really minister to your spirit tears will come in your eyes when you watch that movie that book is available cross on the switchblade and his brother don wilkerson was in bangalore many years ago 
and he gave a testimony he said there was a guy who was always on drugs and he was living all those you know eating from the dustbin in the us and uh, these people shared the gospel and began to take care of him give him education finally he accepted the lord he went to bible college come back and said today he is my pastor he said today i attend this church he is my pastor this is what gospel can do this is the way god can do wonders in our lives deuteronomy 15:6 we all quote the scripture very often you will lend to many nations but will not borrow from none you will not borrow how many of you know that scripture we have quoted that scripture we see that you know on big boards encouraging us we will not borrow but we will lend but you know the background of that scripture the the, the context of the scripture this is in 15:6 but from 15:4 onwards i read to you uh, until 7 you will uh, understand however there need be no poor people among you for in the land your god is giving you to possess as your inheritance he will richly bless you if only that is the condition if only you fully obey the lord your god and are careful to follow all these commands i am giving you today for the lord your god will bless you as he has promised and you will lend to many nations but will borrow from none you will rule over many nations but none will rule over you and seven if anyone is poor among you your fellow israelites in any of the towns of the land the lord your god is giving you do not be hard hearted or tight fisted towards them from 1 to 7 if you read it talks about taking care of the poor people you know in in uganda israel uh, airlines was hijacked to uganda entebbe airport and uh, if you read that book or maybe i think movie also has come 90 minutes at entebbe airport how the israel commandos about 100 to 200 of them went within 90 minutes they rescued all the hostages and brought them out from uganda when idiamen was the president of that country they went in the night on july 4th and they got this done it was a daring um over to say attempt to rescue the hostages and in india there was the golden temple how many of you remember golden temple 1984 you know it was raided i hope it's 1984 from right i think so 1984 it was raided by the indian army to flush out the terrorists many soldiers died and many people died and also the taj mahal intercontinental bombay how it was how terrorists were inside and how they began to flush them out these are all daring you know attempts made by the people to rescue the other people but not god is not asking us to do something like that you understand god is not asking us to do something like that dangerous daring and life threatening all he is asking us be gracious that's all he's asking you and me be gracious and uh, i picked up this song uh, this uh, s- story there was a man who was a cobbler he had a dream the dream was so real for him he saw in the dream jesus visiting his cobbler shop he was so excited next day morning he got up he knew that jesus will visit he went bought some decoration with little money decorated the place cleaned the place and waiting from morning and it became afternoon jesus did not come he is looking out when will he come when will he come he did not come after some time old lady comes on old man comes and he tells him uh, comes and it's very cold outside can i get inside 
so he gives him a place and as he watches him he sees she's uh, he sees his shoes torn socks dirty so he sure picks up a new pair of shoes gives it to him and tell him throw those old shoes and you know uh, put on the new socks and uh, go from me after some time that man left and he was waiting and waiting jesus did not turn up and then after some time another lady comes she was hungry and she's saying i'm hungry i want to eat something and she he makes her to sit and get something for her and gives her the food she eats she blesses him and she she goes away he's waiting and waiting jesus is coming jesus he's told me he's going to come to my third one little boy comes and little boy comes crying to the shop the boy in manas what happened why are you crying he says i don't know my way i lost my way can you show me the way and the cobbler takes him by the hand and takes him uh, to the house you know through the directions you could give you could take him to the house he comes back by the time he came back it was already dark and nobody is on the street most of the shops were shutting down so he was very disheartened he looked to god with a sighing spirit he says lord you said you are coming you never came why and jesus he heard a voice telling him my son i came i came three times today to your place three times i came i came as a old man i came as a old lady he came as a small boy you took care i saw that my dear brother my dear sister oh god is a gracious god he's calling all of us to extend not just during this christmas time but even beyond we can give gifts to each other we can help each other we can support each other but there are thousands and thousands of people my wife me my son we went to fab hotel nearby we went to see some accommodation and on the right side saw near vibhya school you know huts i saw little children playing i told my son who is going to take care of them who is going to share the gospel with them who is going to help them who can help who can help only we only we ask god i'll give you one story from my own life and i will close please bear with me i don't say this to glorify myself or my wife i say this from my own experience and never and i don't say this to say give and you will receive i don't say that also in the year 1984 1994 sorry sorry i got my dates wrong 2014 i resigned from a very large church god called me to go into studying teaching and training i resigned from a very large church i was uh, paid very well i was getting good money enough money every day it will come searching for me it was like that and every christmas time i would keep money to help poor people and needy people that christmas i did not give anything because i never had any money and i was preaching in jesus calls in in kamanalli jesus calls i was preaching there on 28th of december very clearly the spirit of god spoke to me as i'm preaching saying my son this year you have never taken care of the poor and needy people so as i was preaching i'm saying i do not know how many of you can believe it how many of you can have this experience but i say this from god's presence it honestly happened i as i'm preaching i'm telling the lord lord i will do it the next day my wife is seated there we went 
we went to a poor neighborhood some people whom we know we gave some little little money and uh, there are some friends who were in ministry i gave them some money and i was happy and uh, we came back home we celebrated the christmas 31st december i checked up what was the please please don't mistake me i just wanted to share this as a testimony to glorify god i share i checked up what is the amount that came to me and what the money i was able to give I was very happy i glorified god god without me realizing calculating i was able to give 33% away you know whatever came to me at that month then january 1st december 31st this happened january 1st i we went to church and 31st december we went to church january 1st was over january 2nd my son samuel calls from us and he gives us one frightening story he says daddy and mommy by friday i have to pay 3000 us dollars in my college otherwise they will not allow me to go to the next fourth semester he was i think in third semester i can't go to the fourth semester and we told him over skype we don't have money we cannot you know send 3000 dollars it was about 1800 180000 rupees at that time and we said we'll pray for you we prayed for him he was rolling on the bed that night could not sleep we prayed we were down wondering what will what will happen but that night i prayed one prayer i told the lord lord when somebody is in need you're telling me to give now my son is in need in the us i don't have anybody you have to do something and take care you have to do it went to bed very next morning 6:00 when i got up i checked up my mobile and whatsapp message from samli said daddy god did a miracle he said somebody from ireland has come forward and told him we have not met samuel but they know samuel we are giving you 2000 euros because unexpectedly we got some money we thought of you were giving 2000 euros and one of his american friends said we want to give i want to give you as a new year gift 1000 dollars so that 1800 lakhs 180000 uh, 180000 uh, 180, rupees or 3000 dollars that was needed was met by god then and there i want to give glory to god you know why i say this i'm not saying give and you will receive you understand you give and god is speaking to you when god is speaking to you give it god sometimes speaks to you when the offering back comes god tells you take the biggest note and don't search for the smallest note god will say put the biggest note when when you're writing a check you wanted to put one amount spirit of god says no write so much write it only the spirit of god can speak to you to give more devil can never speak to you to give more only spirit of god so when the spirit of god is prompting you do it and you see the favor of god when you are in need how god will move so this christmas time three things remember christmas message is to confront sin if we are battling sin we can ask god to help us christmas message is to cheer our spirits by surrendering everything to god and the christmas message is to challenge our social responsibility in this world our god is a living god and he will do what only he can do let's close our eyes and look to god hallelujah praise you father praise you lord lord you gave the greatest gift Lord I don't deserve that gift. None of us deserve that gift. The greatest gift 
spotless son of god the lamp of god the son of god the king of heaven the king of the universe you gave it to me you gave it to us as a gift so that we will come out from every sin and be purified for good works that's christmas lord you want us to surrender ourselves to you completely mary surrendered so that lord she could really sing praises to you help me help us to surrender our will to you so that we will be able to sing praises to you so that our spirits will rejoice our spirits will cheer up help me help us father you came to be born in a poor family your parents could not afford a lamp just two turtle doves that was your condition you grew up in a hard way you know what is hard life today lord there are several people in this world who need you help us lord help us to move beyond our tithes our offerings help us to move beyond giving gifts to those who love us and those who matter to us help us to reach out this christmas time it's so cold with sweaters with good lord homes we are suffering in this cold but there are so many people in this world who are on payments who are living in huts so many elder poor elderly poor people elderly children poor children and elderly people will die because it's cold what can we do help us to move beyond greediness to a life of giving help us to move from a life of greediness to a life of giving from being stingy help us to supply others needs help me help us help us lord thank you that you're still alive your message is still relevant and you work in the hearts of every one of us all of us are precious all of us are important you want to work in us so that we can be a blessing in this world prepare us for good works prepare us for good works in the name of jesus we pray amen